I'm Jan Hagopian from Racine, Wisconsin. When I first took a look at these products, I thought it was healthy. I exercised, I ate well, but I was tired all the time. I just attributed that to chasing around our three, five, and seven-year-old. But I decided to start on the core nutrition, and to my surprise, um, within that first month, I wasn't dragging through the day and I wasn't exhausted in the evening, and that really caught my attention. Symptoms from my seasonal allergies improved. I got help with a skin condition I've had since I was a child where my hands would crack and bleed. It also helped me with discomfort in my knee that I experience when I overdo it when I exercise. And I've maintained healthy cholesterol levels since being on the product, so I won't go a day without them. I'm an active 65-year-old. I run, I bike, I play pickleball tennis, go to exercise classes daily, and chase around our four grandkids with energy to spare at the end of the day. Yeah, I'll be forever grateful to the person that introduced us to this company, but not just for the health benefits our family received, but also for how it changed our financial situation. I was looking at having to go back to work. As our kids grew, our expenses grew. And I don't want to, I wanted to stay home with them. So we positioned ourselves at that top profit level, knowing our family was gonna take the products, so we wanted the best price, but also we knew our, that we had very busy schedules, and so when we were out there sharing this with people, we wanted to make the most for our efforts. I was able to stay home, it helped pay for the kids' college education. It helped pay for the weddings, our family vacations. My husband was able to quit all the side jobs he was doing just to make ends meet at the end of the month. You know, and we worked hard. And because of that, we've earned 15 trips with the company and numerous cash bonuses over the year. And, uh, you know, our retirement years look a lot different just because we decided to take a look at this company 29 years ago. Thank you, Jan, and such a fabulous story. I appreciate you sharing your story, and we are so excited about this podcast. This is all about getting new people started, and it was recorded during the pandemic, so yes, we can meet at a Starbucks now, uh, but it's all about making your list and how do you talk to people, what do you say. Um, it's a great podcast. I hope you enjoy it. If you like it, drop us a five-star review and uh, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, have a great time and enjoy the show. Today, that not everybody knows what to do um, to get their business started today. So what we decided to do, we're gonna make some little modules that we hope are helpful. Um, the first subject we're gonna cover is you're a brand new distributor. What do you do? Well, we think the best thing to do is make a list. Tom, come in here. Tell people how to make a list. I guess I get to go first. Um, we're going to hopefully save you some time if you're brand new or if you've been around a while. The greatest thing about Relive is you can always start over. I started over many times and you're going to hear through these modules just our knowledge and hopefully again what I said we can save you some time. I mean I came, if you know my story, if you don't, I came from the company uh, 30 some years ago with zero experience in network marketing. I didn't know what to do, didn't have an upline. And I think I went to Bob Montgomery. Uh, one of the first things when I started, I said, what do I do? He said, I don't know, Tom, go talk to somebody. Really, that should be all of our training. Just go talk to somebody. But then they told me, make a list. And we're going to go through some things, I mean, that are universal, that really never change. I don't care. It's not going to change 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now. They're going to be the same. We have some basics in our business that work. It took me a little time. I was known as a guy that did 
everything wrong and still made it. I mean, Val and I, we've made a little over 30, or a little over that 30. We will make 30 million, but we've made a little over $10 million. But in the beginning, I did everything wrong. I, you know, some people learn right away. Some people have to learn by themselves and get their, get their head beat in and then realize, okay, I'm gonna do it the way that works. And we're gonna give you a way. And the first thing they told me was make a list. And this is again, something I did wrong. I made my list of people that I thought I could talk to about Relive. I made a list of 300 people. I really put some time into it. I made a list of everyone I went to school with, family. I just went through everybody. And then I did one of the major mistakes that new distributors make. I looked at it and I started saying, well, they won't do it, they're too rich. They won't do it, they're too poor, and I crossed them out. They won't do it, they're too smart. They won't do it, they're too dumb. I got it down to three people. And one of the things we tell people when they make a list is don't prejudge. I mean, one of the things I've learned over my years is you never know who's gonna do it. You know, I was taught find people. When I made my list, I said, who do I put on the list? And this guy named Tim told me, he was working with the company, he said, find people that are dissatisfied. I don't care if it's a man or a woman or they're black or they're white or they're rich or they're poor, it really doesn't matter. You're looking for people that are dissatisfied. So I made my list and I said, I got it down to three people. But then I started realizing that all I had to do, I wasn't trying to sell these people. I was just trying to expose the Relive story to everyone on my list. Like I said, I did a lot of things wrong. One of the things I did right, and I did some of them, uh, was I categorized my list. I made my list of my people and I said, okay, all the people on my mom's side of the family, I put on one list and I ranked them how I thought they would be involved. One through 10, one through 20, one through 30. Then I, I crossed and I went to the next column, my dad's side of the family. Then I went to people I went to college with. And then people I played softball with, people I played uh, high school basketball with. I mean, I had them all in like seven different categories of lists and I wrote them down. And what helped me immensely is I kept that list with me. And when I went to my dad's side of the family, I went to Jimmy Rogers, my uncle, Jim and Marge, and I showed him the list. And he saw the list with his name on top and all the other family members underneath that were in my dad's side of the family. I said, Jimmy, I'm gonna show you this. And I, when I finished it, I said, I'm gonna talk to everyone on this list to see who's interested in Relive. They could either be under you, you or me. Which one? And he looked at it and said, he knew all the people. He said, I want them under me. So everyone on my dad's side of the family went under Jim and Marge Rogers. And I went to my mom's side of the family, Sean Bergeron, the Bergerons. I went to, and everyone in my mom's side of the family went under the Sean Bergeron. And I went to the high school friends and guys I used to work with. And so, you know what it did? It opened their minds when I was talking to people and they realized they weren't the issue. That I was gonna go to these other people, whether they did or not, it's the old fear of loss. You know, they, most people, when you go to them, they think, well, I don't know if I could do this, but they know some people who would be good at this. So the first thing, again, is, is tell people new, make a list of everyone you know, don't prejudge. Don't decide for them they're gonna do it. What happened to me, and I think it happens for most people, all the people I thought were gonna be really good at this, weren't. All the people I thought would never do it ended up being my best distributors. So the moral there is you have to talk to everyone. Your job is exposure. Tell everyone on your list 
the Relive story. And you have to tell them about the, the company, the products, you know, and how you make money. I mean, that's all you do, expose them. And then I believe people you're talking to have made decisions in their life before they met you. So let them make a decision. And it's either going to be, yes, I'm interested in both. Let's go to work. That's what my cousin Sean did. He saw the marketing plan. He saw the products. He saw the company and he wanted in. He became master affiliate right there. Other people like my uncle Jim Rogers said, Tommy, leave me, you know, I believe you. You know, maybe the business will work for you, but not for me. I'm not interested. I'm busy, but I'll get on your product if you leave me alone. Well, Jimmy ended up, as people do, got on our product, got life-changing results, and became my biggest distributor. So all you have to do is expose this will live story to everyone you know and know of, don't prejudge, and then let them make a decision. The other thing I can say about making a list is what, uh, a pitfall, and which is what I did, I made my list originally before I categorized them. I made a list of one to 300. And then I spent all my time trying to convince the first 10 to do it. I was begging them. I was, you know, they're the ones I wanted to be in business with. So I was trying to force them to do it. The whole time I was wasting time trying to get those first 10 to do it, who all said no. Number 67 on my list was going to be a superstar. And yet I was wasting all my time with the 10 that didn't want to do it. So the key to that is you get through your list as quickly as possible. Tell them the real story. Let them make a decision. You know, I talked to Val about this and we both had the same experience that when you, when you talk to someone and you give them the real story in your mind, you should always be thinking, who's next? Either they're going to say, yes, I'm interested. And that's who you work with. Or they're going to say, no, I'm not. In your mind, you're thinking, who am I going to talk to next? So that's the idea of a list. Again, main thing, don't prejudge. And then you expose everyone on that list to the Relive story and let them make a decision. What's happening now, and Val's going to go more into this, because times have changed. I mean, we used to bring people to a meeting and they could see the Relive story. We used to do a lot of three-way calls. We still do that. But we're trying to get the Relive story out there. Now we have Zoom meetings. I mean, the world has changed. And we have a thing called ad tag messaging, which I know Val will go into a little bit, but it's a great way. She's coming over. And I'm going to interrupt right now because we were supposed to only talk about making a list. And Tom has so much knowledge with over 30 years of being a distributor. So I'm going to wrap this up by talking about making a list because our next module will cover more information. But right now about your list. I love what Tom said about having a list of 300 people. When I'm working with somebody new, I always recommend have a list of at least 20 people because you know not everybody's gonna do it. So you don't wanna have a list of three people because if those first three people say no, then you're kind of, you know, you're down, you're hanging your head. Have a list of at least 20 people to start. Um, and then the next module will come into um, how to work with that list. But have that list with you all the time. Have a, have a notepad next to you on your nightstand. So when you wake up in the middle of the night, you can quickly scribble down a name and then go back to sleep. But have a, a notebook with you at all times, some kind of, um, even if it's notes on your phone, some way to make a list of people all throughout your day. Well, we're gonna wrap up our first module on making a list and then tune into the next module. Have a great day. So our next subject is going to be how do you talk to the people that are on that list?
And with today's environment, oh my goodness, there are so many ways to talk to people. Our favorite, unfortunately, we can't really do so well. Our favorite is just to meet at a Starbucks or something with a cup of coffee and just take people individually through the company, the products, and the marketing plan. Um, with the pandemic right now, we can't do that. Um, so some really effective ways if you are brand new, number one, do not talk longer than 60 seconds. If you've talked longer than 60 seconds, you've gone into a black hole that you are not gonna be able to come out of when people start asking you questions. You don't know how to answer those questions. Whoops, hold on, I just realized we're a little tilted. Okay, I think we're straight again. Um, so make sure that when you're initially contacting people, you're working with your upline. That's the easiest way to do this. The most effective way we believe to reach out to new people today is call, text, whatever you, however you normally communicate with people, that's what you wanna do. Uh, my favorite way is talking because people can't really see excitement in a text, but they can hear excitement in my voice. But I will typically send a text first and say, hey, I've got something I wanna talk to you about. When do you have, you know, when can I call you? You know, or can you talk now? Um, whichever, whatever you're most comfortable with in talking with your people. So let's say I text somebody and say, hey, I need to talk to you, can you talk now? They say yes. If I'm brand new, what I'm gonna say is, I've got something I'm excited about. It's a company called Relive, and I've got some friends that know a lot more about it than I do. The products are incredible. My friends have made over $10 million with this company so far, and I don't know if it's for you or not, but I want you to hear about it and then you can make a decision. When they start asking questions, stop, stop. Cut them off with, you know what, I don't know the answer to that, but my friends do. Um, so I wanna introduce you to, uh, typically what I tell people is if they're working with a, if they're talking with a guy, get Tom on the phone with them. If they're talking with um, a woman, get me on the phone with them. Um, but so that's, that's how you set it up is uh, to let them know that you don't have the answers. Years ago, I had only been a distributor for about a year and a half, maybe two years. Um, and I was at a training in San Diego and a very dear friend, um, Tom Dykema, he was a presidential director with Relive. Uh, he had been a um, physical education teacher in Michigan. He had his PhD in um, teaching and uh, he made more with Relive part-time within a couple of years than he was full-time teaching. And we were at a training in San Diego. He had moved out to San Diego and that's where I was. And at the end of that training, he said, you know, Val, how's it going? I saw it's pretty good. I mean, I'd already won a couple of um, a, a crews. I'd, I'd won uh, first place in the country. Um, my group wasn't duplicating as quickly as I wanted though. And he's, so that's why Tom was asking me some questions. He said, I wanna challenge you with something. It's okay. He said, I want you for the next 30 days to only say the words, I don't know. When somebody asks you a question, I want you to say, I don't know. Okay, you gotta stop pacing. He's over there pacing. pacing. He's pacing around the kitchen. <laughs> Stand still. <laughs> so, so I said, what do you mean you want me to say, I don't know? Um, he said, just try it for 30 days. Say, I don't know. Now understand my background. I was a special project manager for Home Depot. And before that, I was a public relations manager. If an executive asked me a question and I responded with, I don't know, 
my head probably would not still be on my shoulders after I finished that phrase. Um, so I had been trained all of my quote professional life that I had to have the answers. Or if I didn't have the answer, I was supposed to say, okay, I don't know, but I'm gonna go get the answer. I could never leave it open-ended with, I don't know. So the challenge from Tom was a little tough for me, but I thought, you know what? He knows what he's doing. He's been, he's built a successful business. So the next month, all I said was, I don't know. When somebody asked me a question, even if I knew the answer about ingredients or whatever, I'd say, you know, I don't know. And then I followed that with a story. Now I've been in the business for a year and a half. Now you being brand new, you don't have those stories yet. But when somebody asks you a question and your only goal is to set the appointment and you say, I don't know, but my friends do, my friends do know the answer to that question. So we're going to do the appointment. I will listen to how they answer the question. And that's how I'm going to get trained. So Wendy have 15 minutes, um, just, just stick with your job being set up the appointment. And when they ask you questions, the three biggest words, I don't know. My turn. Go ahead. You know, one of the, in listening to Val, uh, I was taught again early on, uh, borrow strength until you get your own. And that's really what you do. You're brand new. You don't know the stories yet. And I really believe this in my experience over 30 years. I've watched everyone come in and, and the ones that have been successful. I really think you're going to get to a point and you will and will live if you do the business and you, you put people on the product and you, you, you borrow strength until you get your own. But I believe people struggle and will live until they get to a point where when they believe and when they pick up a phone to call people they know that they're doing that person a favor instead of the other way around. What I was also taught is in the beginning, get off your knees. Don't beg people. What are you asking people to do? You're asking people to get on a product with a money back guarantee that if they take it, they're gonna feel better than they've ever felt in their life. And if they get in the business and they work it and they talk to people and just tell the relive stories to people, they're gonna find a way where in three, four, five years, they'll never have to worry about money again. You're not doing a bad thing for people. So once you realize you're doing them a favor, our business becomes easier because then you, you're, you come from a position of strength. And I, I think that's the biggest thing about when you talk to people. The other thing I did, because I, I realize there's network marketing fear. People are, you know, they hear the word pyramid, they hear these different words. Well, I was taught that I went to people and put them at ease right away. I let them know that I didn't need them, that I was gonna keep, I was gonna go talk to other people. And when I called people, I told them up front. I said, look, I'm into something. So right there I told them I'm in it, I don't need their opinion if they think I should be in it. I'm into something, something. it's called Relive, I'm excited about it. And I think you'd be great at this. When do you have a 15 minutes, 20 minutes, half hour, whatever vehicle you use to have them hear the Relive story, that's what you use. And I told them up front, I said, I'm gonna show you this to, excuse me, I'm gonna show you this one time. And if it's for you, it's for you. If not, I'm not gonna to talk to you about it again. And if you, down the road, if you decide it's something for you, you've already heard the Relive story, you need to call me. Right then, I put it that I don't need them, that I'm moving on, and if they're interested at a later point, they need to call me. That's coming from a position of strength, and it really did work for me. I think Val's coming back. <laughs> I, 
I think I think that look was my cue to come back. Um, I just, I had a thought and it just went away. Uh, so oh, here's the other thing. Yeah, <laughs> here's the other thing is that um, when you're setting up the appointment, set your upline up to win, not to fail. There's two different ways when you're setting the appointments. One is if you're begging your friends, like Tom said, don't beg people. You've got something that they need. They just don't know it yet. Um, and they might decide it's not for them and that's okay. But when you set your upline up to win, you're setting it up where the person on the other end of the phone feels lucky that they even get a chance to talk to your upline. They don't know that your upline isn't, you know, like there's nothing all that great about Tom and me, um, but, when our new distributors are setting up calls for us, what I tell them is make sure they understand they're lucky to get our time. You and I know we're not that special. The person on the other end of the phone doesn't know that. So say something like, they are so busy, but they're willing to help me get started, and I know I've got about 15 minutes of their time. Now I always say, lead with 15 minutes. Um, if, the, um, if the person isn't interested, we're gonna be done in 10. If the person is interested, we might be there for an hour. So I always say 15 minutes, that's a starting point because we'll know within that first 10, 15 minutes whether or not we should continue. Um, so just make sure you set your sponsor up to win instead of begging the person to listen to what your sponsor has to say. Okay. I'm just gonna add, add I, was, I forgot my point there about when you tell people that you're gonna tell them about it once because I saw over the years, fears of network marketing people that when they talk, you, the people that you're talking to, they think if you talk to them about Relive and they're not interested that every single social event or anytime they see you, you're gonna be running at them with the vitamins and they're gonna be running you from running from you. So you wanna make sure that you tell them, I'm only gonna tell you this once, that way it makes it comfortable. Then they can make a decision and they don't have to worry that you're gonna be talking to them later. And one thing I guarantee you, if you say that and come from a position of strength, they are gonna watch you, even if they say no. I had so many people, because the timing wasn't right. They said no in the beginning, and then they got involved later because the timing was right. I had one of my best friends sign up after 17 years. I didn't say he was smart, I just said he was one of my best friends. But after 17 years of talking to him, you know, the first time, 17 years later, he calls me, said, Tom, I'm, I'm interested. I wanna do that relive thing. And I asked him, I said, why now? He said, well, the timing wasn't right. He was a CPA, he said, I was in this firm. I thought I was gonna be chairman of this company someday. Now, 17 years later, I'm stuck in middle management and I hate my job. Now I need a way out and relive this away. And it was really good, I didn't burn any bridges with him. I always told him I was gonna tell you once and if you wanna do it later, you need to call me. And that's how it worked out. Now he's building a business. So that's how you move on with your list. Okay, we're beyond our 10 minutes. We're gonna stop this one and start another one. See ya. I gotta go. Okay, we're still on working the list. So your first goal as a new distributor is make that list and then set the appointment. The appointment can be either on the phone if somebody, if your sponsor is long distance or in person if your sponsor is local. In person, you know, you can have a couple people at your house just you know, practice social distancing, make sure everybody's safe. Um, if you can't get the appointment, if your friend says, well, you know, I really, um, you know, can you send me something? Okay, here's what you, here's your response to, can you send me something? Um, understand that most times that's a polite way of saying no. 
Some people though may want other, want additional information. If your person is that way, then here's what you can do. You can say, okay, great. Um, depending on what day of the week it is, you can um, set them up with um, a, one of our Zoom webinars or a call. And uh, if you haven't already, download the spreadsheet, the Relive Weekly spreadsheet on um, GoPD because that lists with all the links and times, it lists all of our events that we have during the week by day. Um, so you can set them up with one of those. If it's, you know, Tuesday, I'll say, hey, you know what? I've got a Zoom and chat tonight at seven. Um, listen in, you know, hear what you see what you think. You're going to hear six health and business stories and see what you think from that. If it's a Thursday night, I'm going to say, oh my gosh, you know, what? I've got a short and sweet call tonight. You can listen in on, um, but whatever it is, give them a next step. One of our most effective tools, and if you haven't used it yet, it's called ad tag message. It's on Facebook. It's private Facebook groups that you can add your people to. They don't have to be a distributor, but you can add people to that can, then they can read other people's stories. Relive is all about the stories, the stories, the health stories, the business stories. It's all about real people getting real results, both on the products and in the business. Those groups, these products work and success. Those groups are a great way to expose people to stories. Um, if you don't know about that, just we're going to put that module up also. Um, just go to the ad tag message module. That's another way if somebody says, you know, can you send me to a website? Um, how else do I take a look? Um, use that tool because um, it's really effective. It's a very effective tool. Anything you'd like to add? No, I do. I think most of you know, or if you don't know by now, I'm not very technical. I built my business before they even had cell phones. Uh, but we did it all word of mouth and, and, and personal meetings with people. But this ad tag messaging, we'll do another module on it and you want to hear it. It's got me unbelievably excited. It is a gold mine. I mean, it's an absolute gold mine. What it is, and basically we'll go into it later, is a bank of stories. Jimmy Rogers, my uncle, used to say, we are the highest paid storytellers in the world. And what we have is 30 years of stories. Now we have, through ad tag messaging, is a way to bank all these stories so a brand new person can have access to 30 years of stories. 30 years of people have been on the product, 25 years, people have been on the product, six months. And they can hear their stories. And to me, we, I, I know we did the list earlier, but what a great thing for a new person to sign up at their own leisure at night, whenever they want to do it, go through the ad tag messaging, go through the stories, these products work and the success, the business stories, and just listen to the stories. That's, that's what does our business, these stories, and have a pad of paper with you or whatever you use and just start going through the stories and think of people you know that these stories could help. And you could make a list of a thousand people just doing that by going through the ad tag, these products work and success. And we're going to do another module on that. But I think we're onto something. I think this is a gold mine because it's taking advantage of 30 years of stories we built up of actual people that have had results on our product and results in our business. Well, quickly get over here. <laughs> Just turn the off button.